For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, welcome back to episode three of Double or Nothing. I'm Patrick Previty. That's Mason Migliera. And uh, the budget is so low, we only have one mic here in between both of us. But it was still more than the Wizards got back, right, Mason? So, um, Yeah, they uh, they definitely didn't get very much for uh, Mr. Bradley Beal. Let's just get right into it. I mean, Bradley Beal really just kind of took control of this entire situation. It was like, yeah. You guys aren't getting anything back. You're you're getting jacked. Like you got CP3, who's going to end up what doing a buyout or whatever? Because he ain't playing for the Wizards. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's going to play a single game for the Wizards. Um, but I, I said that same thing when he got traded to OKC. So I have no idea. I mean, I think probably landing spots might include like LA or wherever else he wants to go. I think they'll buy him out. I mean, yeah. if you're the Wizards, what did you get back from the deal? Essentially, if you don't if you don't buy him out, you know you want to get off that contract. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, they got a handful of picks, right? Like, yeah, pick, you have pick, pick swaps, uh, pick Landry swaps. Shamit. I mean, uh, if I'm the Wizards, I think I guess they were just trying to get out of it. I don't think yeah. that they had many options available to them uh, whenever it came to just dealing Bradley Beal. So I think just getting off of it and getting a direction for the franchise. I mean, yeah. I mean, now they're now they don't have Bradley Beal, which we'll talk about the Suns in a second. I mean, but what the, what the Wizards are gonna do? Like, it's just what what are they, what are they gonna do? Like, they don't really have very much. They had Bradley Beal, and that was about it. Well, yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to decide whether or not they want to go for Kyle Kuzma, or if yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because Kyle Kuzma, I believe he opted out of his contract. I'm looking for like a long-term deal there. And then Christos Porzingis, he averaged 20 points. He he was pretty decent. When he's healthy, he was pretty good. But his contract is pretty – I think he's getting $17 million a year. So are you going to, you know, try to trade him and see what you can can get back for a guy who's got a player option at the end of next year? Um, I feel like you can get some kind of value out of that. I mean, I think the Wizards just kind of need to break it all down and just start from scratch. I think that's their best option. It's going to take three, four years maybe, but after that three, four years, like, it'll be worth it. Yeah, I don't think either of those players fit into their long-term uh, outlook. I yeah. mean, Kyle Kuzma, what, what's his ceiling? You know, like, his ceiling yeah. is, what, fourth best player on a championship team? If that. Maybe. maybe. I mean, I thought he was good. I, I think he's pretty decent whenever like he'll put up good numbers whenever he gets a bigger role on any team i mean saw that when the when he was on the lakers before lebron came i mean yeah he had some he had like 16 points a game he had some good games but um there's not really much there as far as like if the wizards can you know land like a really good rookie in this draft or something like that i mean what's kyle kuzma gonna do for you like on that timeline i don't think it's the same i mean i feel like I feel like he could get to Michael Porter Jr. kind of status. I, I genuinely think that. I mean, he, he might be a little bit more spotty, but I think he could get there. I think that would probably be a ceiling, if that makes sense. 
No, yeah, that does make sense. I mean, yeah, he was swapping from third to fourth guy on like the roster. Yeah. You know, but Michael Porter Jr.'s got a massive contract, and it's like, do you want to give that to Kyle Kuzma now that he, you know, before? I'm not saying, I'm not saying money wise. I'm just saying like as a player. That's uh, true. I, I just think that would be his kind of like mold and that kind of player. But I think I think we've given enough to. to yeah, watch yeah, this. Kyle Kuzma. Can uh, he can we can put him on the back burner? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> Phoenix though. Now look at what they got. Yeah. Okay. So so there's been a bit. I think it's been a bit mixed with really what, what uh people think about this Phoenix team going into next year. What was uh what's your feeling here? What do you think? I mean, they did, do you I, think you they did anything wrong with with trading away more an extra bench player and Chris Paul? No. No, I don't think they did anything wrong. They they made a they made an offer and I mean Bradley Beal wanted to be there. There's no doubt about that. I mean to play with D Book and KD, come on, that's a big three right there. And that's what we talk about. We talk about in basketball all the time. Like you just need that big three, and then you should be cooking. And this team will cook. I don't doubt it. Well, I actually um, we agree. Um, I'm one of the people who think. My initial reaction was, whoa, this is like getting to super team territory. Uh-huh. And uh, I think even though that they have, what, five players under contract that are totaling up $164 million or something like that, they have campaign um, under contract. So that he'll probably be the starting point guard. I think he's a fine starting point guard. But, um, yeah, when I first saw this deal, I thought they didn't have any bench before this. So – and when and you had Chris Paul and that was your guy who was getting paid forty million dollars a year and you essentially just got Bradley Beal for Chris Paul and you were gonna cut him last week anyway. So yeah. it seems like they just kind of just swapped him out for a younger version. But obviously Bradley Beal didn't waive his no trade clause. So this will yeah. be a team I think that that'll be with each other for the next two or three years. Yeah. And you know, we didn't even mention DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, um, he's still super he's still pretty young. What is this? It's like Third year in the league, third. Oh fourth. no, I would say like fifth. He was in that really? 2018 class. Yeah, I think he's going into his sixth oh year. God, I can double check that for you. But yeah, I mean, Monty I... Williams is gone now. You have Frank Vogel in, so uh, Monty true. Williams was he didn't want DeAndre Ayton, so maybe they they try to do something here with him, or they deal him. They could try yeah. to get off of his contract. You never know; somebody might take him. Maybe the Hawks might be interested. I don't know. I'm just throwing out teams, but yeah, I mean, why not? DeAndre, I mean, he's a very good player. He was highly touted out of college, so I mean, he has the skill set. It's just maybe it hasn't transpired into the NBA as much as we all would have thought, or at least the, definitely the Suns would have hoped. But I mean, were people could were people like comparing him to like Joel Embiid or anything, or is that like way too much? Well, I definitely think when he was coming out of Arizona, people were really high on him. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, just signed – he signed the offer sheet last summer to go to the uh, Pacers. And he did, knows, yeah. Maybe I, I saw a report that said that the Suns would have done Miles Turner for DeAndre Ayton like straight up because they just wanted to I get off of him. I think it could be a different kind of feeling with Frank Vogel yeah. in town. But if yeah. you needed to get off of any of those guys' contracts – I mean, obviously you can't get off of Beal and nobody's trading Durant and Booker's been there. Booker's – Booker's going to probably try to retire a son. I don't know if he will, but you know, he's when you think of Phoenix Suns, I think you think of Devin Booker still. So I I don't think they're going to trade him either. So I think the one guy that's kind of left out there to maybe you try to get off of his contract would be DeAndre Ayton. Yep. 
But I think I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, team, I, don't. I wouldn't I mean, I wouldn't do that like now. I wouldn't do that like during during the draft, which we'll get into more later, mm-hmm. like on what deals are probably going to happen uh, come draft day. But I'm I like the team. I You know, you had a bench problem anyway. You were probably going to have to, you know, sign minimum guys for the rest of the way. So I, I felt like they got better. Three agents off coming off the bench. Yeah, no, Ooh, and and rookies, awesome. I'd imagine too. Yeah, um, second round rookies. Um, yeah. There, we actually talked about the uh, championship odds uh, that were released yeah, the day after the NBA Finals. Um, they were plus eight fifty. They've got to have changed now, yeah. I'd imagine that they've changed now. I actually don't have it up. I let it in, but I don't have it up. Uh, that would have been good value. Um, now, yeah, imagine yeah. you just were like, yeah, Phoenix Suns, I'll do that plus eight hundred, and then. Now they get Bradley Beal, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that actually could pay out pretty well. So they okay. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Topeka Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got them tied with Milwaukee. Um, for third at plus five seventy. So yeah. they'd be, but they'd be behind the Nuggets and the Celtics. They're still pretty high on the Celtics, but I think that's probably because just in the Eastern Conference, along with the Bucks. Yeah. But now that now, I mean, it's obviously a two-headed monster in in the West with the Nuggets and Phoenix. Now, I mean, that's pretty much what it was this season. No, actually, the Grizzlies were up there, but with John Morant, which we didn't even get to discuss. John oh Morant, my God, yeah, five games. Like, yeah. Well, now well, the West, wait, let's stay. Yeah, stay on the Suns for yeah. a second before we go to the John Morant thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, the Suns were the took the Nuggets to their uh, to six games. That was the deepest or the longest. Uh, any team took the took the Nuggets. I think would would you say that they're locked for the Western Conference Finals? Obviously, it, depending on seeding, whether where they run into the Nuggets, do you think that any other team in the West can beat them in a seven game series? Um, if they're all healthy, then no. If they're all healthy, and that obviously the yeah. health most importantly is Kevin Durant because he seems to never be able to stay fully healthy. Um, even I think Devin Booker's had an issue with health. Not yeah, like he, he's not an Iron Man either, but yeah. Is Bra- Bradley Beal too? He's had injury. Problems. Well, he he only played forty games last year. Exactly. Played and sat out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So health, but that's with every team. So yeah, the healthiest team is always going to win for sure. I mean, yeah. you saw that with the Memphis Grizzlies. Stephen yeah. Adams went down, and and they were definitely a different team. They didn't have their anchor, and you know, John Morant took a sabbatical. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you you want to move to the John Morant thing? What did yeah, you think? I mean, what were your first impressions when you when you heard twenty five games higher or lower? Because we were talking about forty. Yeah. I don't remember if you said that we were going to go higher, but I I'm I'm satisfied with the suspension. I know the NBA Player Association thinks it's way too rough, but he, Adam Silver had to set an example and. Unfortunately for John Morant, it's going to be 25 games. And that I think we were talking about this. This is like going to hurt him with what type of deal that he can sign, right? Yeah, he won't be able to sign the Supermax contract because he, uh, I don't believe he made any all NBA teams this year. And you need to make it, uh, or, or make like a, I believe all defensive teams. Um, two of the last three years, if you don't win MVP or defensive player of the year. And he didn't make it last year, and not and being suspended 25 games means he won't hit the maximum amount of games or the minimum amount of games, excuse me, that you can to make those teams. So he probably lost somewhere around 70 million dollars. Yeah, for being a 
basically a dumbass yeah. online and just doing dumb I mean, stuff. Certainly, he yeah. I mean, he didn't commit a crime, and it seems like that that uh, gun that he had was uh, a candle, but. Maybe I don't know. That's just that's just the rumors going around. But regardless, it was the principle of the thing. I think going into Adam Silver's office and kind of you know having that whole thing go down and and uh, you know doing the rehabilitation thing that nobody really I don't know like you know what you're going to do in seven days or so in Florida. You know, it wasn't really it didn't really work, and I think it was a whole more of a stunt thing. No, I definitely agree. I mean, and I didn't really is... think he he needed to go to rehab in general in the first place. It seemed like it was just he needed honestly what he needed the most was just to be on the court, just to get away from anything if there was anything bothering him. Yep. But you know, t- taking the sabbatical and just getting your mind off of it was was fine too. But all the extra stuff seemed a little bit um, just for show, just to make it seem like oh yeah, he's going to become a better person. Like. It, it was all just for show. I also think it set the standard a little, a little high. Like he fixed everything. Like he could possibly fix everything in such a short amount of time, yep. and then he had to come back and, yep. you know. But and, the thing is, I mean, something was bound to happen. Really, uh, if he if he couldn't figure it all out in that span, I mean, yeah. I don't. The know thing is, when expected. when John Morant comes back, he's gonna be. There's gonna be people that don't like him. Um, but I think he's still going to be good for the NBA and he's going to grow the league and he's going to play very, very well at an all-star level. He's going to have those highlight reel dunks and everything. And he's going to have those games where he ha- shoots for gets 30 points and all that stuff. So. Yeah. He's gonna still going to be games. a good player. He's still going to yeah. be the locomotive for the Grizzlies. It's going to be interesting yeah. how they keep afloat in the first 25 games. If this like eliminates them, but they've had a good record over the last few years. Yeah. Um. Without him, I mean, I think they still make the playoffs. I mean, that may seem. Oh yeah. Good. I mean, p- people, yeah. I guess, would pencil them in immediately. I mean, if they started off like ten and fifteen, you might, you know, you, you get into a different spot there, especially in the Western Conference. I mean, are they going to be a playing team, or are they going to be, uh, you know, are they going to be? It that really just is going to depend on that twenty-five. Yeah, I mean. They just got to stay healthy for that first 25 games, though. That's for sure. That, that'll that be the most important thing for them is to stay healthy in the first 25. Um, I feel like everything <laughs> I feel like everything that's been happening has just been in the Western Conference. I mean, we also have Draymond Green, who opted out, and he's, what, now an unrestricted free agent, um, right? Yeah, unrestricted. I think he opted out of $27.6 with the Warriors. So I don't know. I don't know if he's coming back to Golden State. This was my first kind of feeling that he might not come back. Where do you think he's going to go? Well, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I could see, I heard, you know, through the Twitter. Um, Twitter, just yeah, so good. Through the Twitter rumor mill that he was in, yeah. a, I believe it was Italy, maybe, or France yeah. with uh, LeBron. Okay. I mean, I could, see him, I could see him on the Lakers. I don't know how they're going to be able to afford that. Uh, they don't have any money they don't really have much money. I mean, maybe if they let Austin Reeves walk, but they could save Austin some Reeves money. Austin Reeves just signed a new shoe deal. He's got his yeah. own shoe. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, he yeah he got his own shoe, like his own signature shoe. So he's got oh, he's man. got the money there. So Yeah, he's going to get paid a lot, I think. He's going to get an offer sheet from a team like um, maybe not Orlando, but I could oh. see him getting an offer sheet from maybe even like a, like a Wizards team or – like somebody, if they dump like some cap or whatever, maybe 
I don't know. I don't know who his suitors are. Maybe the Mavericks might might want to get him. They might want to spend oh, money on on somebody like Austin Reeves because they missed on the last few times. I can uh, see with, that. Yeah, they traded. They traded a lot. This is definitely make or break for the Mavericks coming up. But yeah, I've heard but the Draymond Lakers. Green. Huh? Don't, Draymond Green like to the Mavericks. To the Lakers? Oh, no, 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 absolutely no. To, to to the Lakers. That, I that's... think the Lakers makes makes the most sense immediately. Thinking, I mean, like Grizzlies would be fun and interesting. I don't know what their cap situation is looking like. I could see Miami too, but yeah, I don't know what there's. I don't know if they they sign like. I don't know if they sign very many players um, before they get this Dame deal put to bed. Whether whether they yeah. get him or I agree. Just realize that they're not going to get him. I agree. This whole Dame situation is is nuts, but I don't want to stray too far from Draymond for a minute. I don't see him going to the Grizzlies. I just think there's too much bad blood there, and it just wouldn't happen. Um, I, I think. It's either gonna it's gonna be the Warriors, the Lakers, or the Heat. I don't really know how he would fit in with the Heat, um, just like with our culture and stuff. But um, I mean, he would be he would be a nice nice player to have. Um, he, he would he, he'd be good. I wouldn't complain about it. Um, might be a little bit too drama for me, but you know, on on the on the court, and he, he's productive. So, but I mean, I know he's cool with with LeBron and everything. So I think um, if he could, he would go to the Lakers and and play with them and LeBron. I think so. he would be a good fit in Miami. I think he would fit Miami. I understand he's got a little bit like extra stuff, but he doesn't really have off the court stuff. I think they, I think they would like his intensity. Um, it's like interesting a- though. I don't know if he could lead the way that he leads in golden state, very many mm-hmm. other places. Like I wouldn't really see him doing that with the Lakers. Maybe he would. Maybe he would feel comfortable. I don't think he needs. I don't to. think he would do that with the. Yeah, I don't think he needs to either. I, I thought. Now this is like kind of conflicting with what the inside reports were, but I thought it was better that he didn't get in everybody's faces this year in Golden State. But it, it sounds like that was kind of like something that that team needed. Hmm. But I was okay with that not being his his role like last year, especially after the Jordan Poole thing. But yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know where he would go. I don't know either. I guess uh, we'll have to find out what happens as probably way after the draft and all that. Like he's going to be a later thing. Well, yeah. I mean, he'll be. I mean, he'll be in free agency. Um, it certainly won't be um, through a trade or anything. Yeah. But. I mean, we also have let, – let's get into Dame real quick because he is – I don't know. I saw this on Twitter. This is I don't know if this is a really bad analogy. But um, he's like the girlfriend that's staying with the boyfriend that constantly, like, cheats on him. But she's hoping that he'll change. And then he, like he, – he stayed. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like he's – like her- the, the trailblazers continuous, continuously think that they have a plan. To build yeah. around him and they don't. Yeah. This actually might be staying. where we where we kind of disagree. I don't really think Portland is in that bad of a spot. I think they're not championship contenders, but I think <laughs> I think it almost might be the other way around. Dame flirts with the Miami Heat. He outwardly says that he wouldn't mind going to these places. I think it's um I think Portland 
if they were to keep this pick, they would get either Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. So they'd have Anthony Simons and Shane Sharp. I think that's a small lineup for sure. I mean, that's yeah. almost probably too small to run with Damian Lillard, but I think that's a pretty good, a good like amount. I, I mean, and you're hearing that they might try to get Zion Williamson or somebody like that. I think they're that would think, be wild. Yeah, I think for a lot of those years when they were losing in the playoffs um, with CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard leading the charge. I mean, they were just running up against the Warriors. Yeah. You're not wrong. Well, well, what do you think? Do you think he should go to the Heat? Uh, oh, Dame? I mean, come on. How can – look at – where am I right now? We're in Miami. I mean, of course I want him to go to the Heat. Do I think he will? Eh, we'll see. Um, I really – I thought Bradley Beal had a good chance of going to the Heat, but then the Heat just didn't even really, like, offer anything. So that was just – I don't know. Maybe they they're focused on um they're, they're focused on Dame, but there's no certainty there. Like he has to ask for a trade, like all, all that stuff. So I, I don't know. Of course, I want him to come, and we probably what would we trade? We'd probably trade Lowry, Duncan, um, or would or or does Hero go? Like I don't really know. Well, I mean, I would surprise Hero wasn't on the table for Beal. Maybe they weren't going so hard for Beal. Um, I mean, I would think I, I am just always shocked if if there's a trade package that doesn't include Hero for the Heat. Like, no, if I they think... want to go get a guy like this. I almost feel like those teams have to be requesting um, to they get have to... Hero. They need that young, controllable player that is really good. You have to get – you have to – Give up value to get value, and our value with the Heat is Tyler Hero, and along with even Duncan Robinson. But mostly Tyler Hero is what everybody wants, which I don't blame them. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting to see if that that happens on draft day. We'll have another um, podcast on Thursday, um, before Thursday. the draft, Thursday. maybe possibly, or maybe, maybe we'll have one post that. Um, yeah. This was just a short and sweet one today though thank you uh for uh joining me of course and me joining you on the double or nothing podcast Uh sports social podcast network